Lady Susan by Jane Austen. Letter 6. Letter 6. Mrs. Vernon to Mr. de Courcy. Churchill. Well, my dear Reginald, I have seen this dangerous creature, and must give you some description of her, though I hope you will soon be able to form your own judgment. She is really excessively pretty. However, you may choose to question the allurements of a lady no longer young. I must for my own part declare that I have seldom seen so lovely a woman as Lady Susan. She is delicately fair, with fine grey eyes and dark lashes, and from her appearance one would not suppose her more than five-and-twenty, though she must in fact be ten years older. I was certainly not disposed to admire her, though always hearing she was beautiful. But I cannot help feeling that she possesses an uncommon union of symmetry, brilliancy, and grace. Her address to me was so gentle, frank, and even affectionate, that if I had not known how much she has always disliked me for marrying Mr. Vernon, and that we had never met before, I should have imagined her an attached friend. One is apt, I believe, to connect assurance of manner with coquetry and to expect that an impudent dress will unnecessarily attend an impudent mind. At least I was myself prepared for an improper degree of confidence in Lady Susan, but her countenance is absolutely sweet, and her voice and manner winningly mild. I am sorry it is so, for what is this but deceit? Unfortunately, one knows her too well. She is clever and agreeable, has all that knowledge of the world which makes conversation easy, and talks very well, with a happy command of language, which is too often used, I believe, to make black appear white. She has already almost persuaded me of her being warmly attached to her daughter, though I have so long been convinced of the contrary. She speaks of her with so much tenderness and anxiety, lamenting so bitterly the neglect of her education, which she represents, however, as wholly unavoidable, that I am forced to recollect how many successive springs her ladyship spent in town, while her daughter was left in Staffordshire, to the care of servants or a governess very little better, to prevent my being whatever, believing whatever she says. If her manners have, been, have so great an influence on my resentful heart, you may guess how much more strongly they operate on Mr. Vernon's generous temper. I wish I could be as well satisfied as he is, that she was really, that it was really her choice to leave Langford for Churchill, and if she had not stayed three months there before she discovered that her friend's manner of living did not suit her situation, or feelings, I might have believed that concern for the loss of such a husband as Mr. Vernon, to whom her own behaviour was far from unexceptionable, might for a time make her wish for retirement. But I cannot forget the length of her visit to the Mannerings, and when I recollect, reflect on the different mode of life which she led with them, from that of which she must now submit, I can only suppose that the wish of establishing her reputation by following, though late, the path of propriety occasioned her removal from a family where she must in reality have been particularly happy. Your friend, Mr. Smith's story, however, cannot be quite true, as she corresponds regularly with Mrs. Mannering. At any rate, it must be exaggerated. It is scarcely possible that two men should be so grossly deceived by her at once. Yours, etc., Catherine Vernon. And so in later, letter six, we have Mrs. Vernon, which is Lady Susan's sister-in-law, writing to her brother, Mr. De Courcy, which is Reginald De Courcy. 
and saying that she has now officially met Lady Susan. So Lady Susan has made it to Churchill, as we knew from her last letter to Mrs. Johnson, and says that she found Lady Susan to be very pretty. And looking at her, looks like she's only 25, although she has to be at least 10 years older. Um, we know she has a 16-year-old daughter, so there's no way she's 25. But um, if she married young, she wouldn't have to be, you know, she could be in her 30s. Um to be if she's saying 10 years older so she's saying she's 35 um which makes sense i guess age wise saying that she's very beautiful looks young and has a very has a has possesses an uncommon unit of symmetry brilliancy and grace her dress is gentle frank and affectionate I get from this that she's a, again, we're seeing that she's a very, very good actress. So she was expecting her to be sort of bold and brash with her, um, for Lady Susan to be bold and brash with Catherine Vernon, and Catherine did not find that to be the case. She found her very lovely to be around, even though she knows what she is. You know, she knows all this history of Lady Susan, and it doesn't match with the persona that Lady Susan is putting on. And especially with the fact of the daughter, which will come up again and again, that she seems she's putting on this show of being this lovely, wonderful, loving mother. And um, Catherine knows or you know believes that's not the case, that it seems like throughout her entire marriage, she has paid very little attention to her daughter, hasn't really cared about her daughter one way or the other. Um, and so... And she is forced to remember all the stuff she knows from the past to keep her from believing everything Lady Susan says now. Because Lady Susan is so, like, charming that it's hard to remember all the stuff that she knows and to remember that Lady Susan is lying to her. And then we talk again about the fact that she is coming to visit them and how Mr. Vernon, with his generous temper, is very satisfied with the whole situation and thinks his sister-in-law is great and doesn't have any bad feelings towards her is completely taken in. And so we're also seeing that Lady Susan is very good at charming the gentleman as she has charmed her brother-in-law beautifully. Even though, as we've learned in the last letter, when um, Lady Susan was writing to her friend, Mrs. Johnson, that Lady Susan has not been nice. And she says here that her... And Catherine says that the, her Lady Susan's actions towards Mr. Vernon have been unex, have not been unexceptionable. Has been, were far from unexceptionable. So I'm thinking that she's talking about you know when she tried to st force him to not get married, tried to coerce him out of getting married, and when she stopped him from being able to buy the family estate that he wanted to buy. So she's been not kind to him. And even so, he is ready to accept her and take things back and things are great. They talk about the mode of life again. So Lady Susan in her last letter was complaining about how kind of boring the place is, I think. Or one of the letters she was very much complaining. Her first letter to Mrs. Johnson, letter two, she definitely complained about it. About how she was not excited. And we do know that she's coming because she doesn't have any place else to go. Um... And Catherine also is bringing this up again that she must have been much happier with the Mannerings. So 
She can't figure out why she would want to come here. And she knows a little bit about the story in that her brother told her about it in letter four that um, told her about the whole like crazy situation going on with the Mannerings and why she was forced to leave them. But even here, even with all she knows about Lady Susan and how she's saying she doesn't like her, she's saying, well, it can't really be true because Lady Susan's writing to Mrs. Mannering. So they can't, you know, that can't have happened. That must be too much. So even she doesn't believe that that part of the story could be true. But we know from Lady Susan's last letter to Mrs. Johnson that no, those letters that are supposedly going to Mrs. Mannering are at, or from Mrs. Mannering are actually coming from Mr. or Lord Mannering. Um, so, because it wouldn't make sense for Mrs. Mannering to be writing to her as like they're such good friends if if that had really, if, you know, all this stuff that Reginald talked about really had happened about her basically having an affair with Lord Mannering and stealing away, or Mr. Mannering and stealing away her sister's suitor for her own daughter. But we know from Lady Susan's side that that has actually happened. She has talked about it to her friend, Mrs. Johnson. So we know that stuff is true. And we also know that those letters that Catherine Vernon thinks are coming from Mrs. Mannering are actually coming from Mr. Mannering. And that's why it makes so much more sense. So that is the state of affairs currently going on. She has made it to Churchill. Her sister-in-law doesn't believe she can be quite as bad as she's heard, but is not her, not in favor of her. And next time we'll be back with letter seven, we get another letter from Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson. So we'll get another peek into Lady Susan's head about all of this. See you next time for letter seven. Mm -hmm.